Hello, this is Mike Van Meter, and I'm the host of the Recovery is Possible podcast, and I want to thank you for joining me today, and I encourage you to visit the Facebook site that we have set up, leave comments, leave questions, leave general observations, but certainly give us a like, give us a follow, and please recommend this podcast to anybody that you think may need it. Now, what I want to talk about today is the concept of structure in early recovery. Structure is very, very important, particularly if you're new to recovery, because quite frankly, when we come into recovery, our life has just become very unmanageable. Remember what step one is. Step one is, uh, I'm powerless over alcohol. My life has become unmanageable. Powerlessness, Powerlessness and unmanageability. Those are key concepts that we have. And if you're new to recovery, chances are your life has become completely unmanageable and you're double whammied with the fact that you're no longer drinking or drugging and you because you're not drinking or drugging, you have a lot of free time. Let's face it, uh, you're drinking, and, and I'm going to just stick with alcohol here for, uh, for a little bit. It takes a lot of time, doesn't it? You spent a lot of time drinking and now you're not drinking and you have free time. And one thing I have learned is that with uh, addicts, free time is not good time. Nothing good happens when an addict has way too much free time on their hands. So that's something that has to be addressed early on in recovery and replacing that with something else. So what is that something else? Those of you that have a sponsor... Your sponsor likely said to you, you should be doing 90 meetings in 90 days, and 90 and 90, very, very common. And what do we mean by that? We mean that you go to at least one 12-step meeting per day for 90 days. Now, you can't aggregate that. You can't do three meetings in one day and say, well, look, I'll, I'll do my 90 and 90 in a third of the time. It doesn't work that way. You have to do one meeting per day for 90 days. And part of the reason for that is um, filling that free time that you now have. It's building that structure, which is what we're talking about today, building that structure in early recovery and developing a new way of thinking. I heard it said once, and I I like this quote. I, I heard this at a meeting. It says, you can't think yourself into a new way of living. You have to live yourself into a new way of thinking. Let me say that again. You can't live yourself into a new way of living. You have to live yourself into a new way of thinking. So it's often said in recovery that we don't ask you to change much. We just ask you to change everything in your life. And this is a uh, pattern of habits that you get into. These habits are things that uh, take a while to develop, but they're, they're very, very helpful. And what you will oftentimes find is at the end of your 90 and 90, 90 meetings in 90 days, that you find that you continue going to meetings. Maybe not every day, but maybe. Maybe you will. A lot of people do. Uh, I know a lot of people that go to multiple meetings per day. And I, we're talking years into recovery. People go to multiple meetings per day. And that's because that is their structure. That is their antidote for a bad day, 
for the stresses that they have, for resentments that they've developed. It's it's just a new way of living and a new way of refocusing every single day and refocusing their mind and keeping their sobriety first and foremost in their thought patterns. Because that's something else structurally you have to do in early recovery is to make sure that your recovery is protected, make sure that your recovery is first and foremost in your life and nothing else comes in the way of recovery. Because the fact is, if your recovery does not come first, then you're going to lose everything in your life anyway. So without recovery, you don't have anything else. You're going to lose it and you won't have to worry about it. I often hear people in early recovery say, you know, Mike, I can't go to me. I can't do 90 and 90. Maybe you can do that. Maybe other people can do it 90 and 90, but I can't do it. I'm busy. I'm a very busy person, and I just don't have time for that. So I'm not going to do 90 meetings in 90 days. Well, again, it goes back to you may do that, but if chances are you're you're in a recovery meeting and you've just gone through detox and you've just gone through treatment, the fact is you do not have a higher priority in your life than your recovery. And therefore, that one hour out of the day is well spent because – you're not going to have to worry about that job. You're not going to have to worry about that family. You're not going to have to worry about anything else because you're just simply not going to have it. So structurally work on making meetings a priority, particularly early on. And that's true for recovery no matter what stage you're in, but certainly the early uh, stages of recovery. There's a lot of changing. There's a lot of, uh, uh, you know, physically, we've talked about that in a previous podcast where your body is healing uh, vitamins, minerals, particularly the B series of vitamins 1, 3, 6, and 12, GABA, serotonin levels. You're trying to get all of those things back up and just rebuilding your body. And uh, statistics have shown, studies have shown that uh, attending meetings really has a positive effect on your ability to, to maintain that momentum when you get into recovery, coupled with certainly a good diet and then exercise, particularly aerobic exercise, will help you in early recovery. But that structure is important because um, you went from spending a lot of time drinking and drugging to now you're not doing that and you have a lot of time to fill. And, And many folks don't know what to do with all that free time that they now have. And so meetings are one way to just, you know, incorporate that structure, start that day off, you know, particularly if you do it early in the morning and start it off right and get that that structure going and give you that direction that, you know, as we say, God, good orderly direction. God is good orderly direction in your life. So that is something that you want to do. And early recovery for me, I found that, uh, I really discovered early on that me and free time just did not go well together. Now, I'm not suggesting that you do what I did, but I'm, I'll just share with you what it is that I did. Because after all, in, uh, in the recovery rooms, we just talk about our uh, sharing our experience, strength, and hope, particularly the experience, meaning uh, I do what I do. Uh, I've, I've had success in recovery. I'm in long-term sobriety, and all I can do is share with you what I did in order to get to where I am today, and if it's something that will help you, then, then certainly utilize uh, you know, the same techniques. But I found that free time was not good time for me, and I did not operate well with that, but, you know, because when you're not 
busy doing things, then you're up in your own head. And we know that being in our heads, you know, nothing is good, good is going to come from that. So you have to stay occupied. Now, I realized that uh, exercise, as I mentioned, particularly aerobic exercise, is very good for you and, and helps speed up the recovery process. So that was something early on I decided that I was going to do. And I became um, certified as a spin instructor. Spin, which is a, a stationary cycling classes, if you're not familiar with, with what spin classes are. But I got certified as an instructor, and I decided that I would go out and get a part-time position teaching spin. And I did that. And I joined a gym, became an instructor there, and I volunteered for the early morning classes. And by early morning, I mean 5 a.m., 5.30 a.m., and uh, and did that because it, it got me up. It, it started my day off very, very early. It meant that I had to go to bed very early, which was something that I wasn't used to prior to that point. And if I had that urge to want to drink the night before, well, I couldn't do it because I had to be up so damn early that it, it just would have defeated the, the whole purpose. And, and I didn't want to embarrass myself and, and not show up. And, you know, I really took the commitment seriously. And that was just something that helped me in sobriety and helped me maintain uh, sobriety, particularly in those early days, because those early days are just so difficult you know you're again your body is healing you still have that that craving you have that that desire to drink and and it just does not go away early on now in my case and i hear this from a lot of people i, I will tell you that that desire that urge has has dissipated i i can't give you the date and time of when that happened but it has dissipated over time but in those early days i had to find ways of just keeping myself occupied and uh, finding a way to just stay committed and and stay preoccupied and and really get my mind off of the desires that I had to to drink early on and so that worked for me and maybe it can work for you if that's something that you you desire um, I really wanted to focus on on healing my body I had spent so long destroying my body that uh, I wanted to put as much the the effort that I put into drinking I wanted to you know conversely, uh, attack the other end and put as much effort into healing my body as is possible, and that was just something that I did. Then, of course, we go to work, you know, all day and be concentrating on that, and then after work would be going to the meeting, meetings, and then. Uh, that would be pretty much my day, and then you go back to bed, having to go to bed early to get up and, and teach early on, uh, and that just that that routine, that structure was something that helped me quite a bit, and I highly, highly recommend it, and I and I hear a lot of people in recovery say that that structure that they've added into their life really helped them quite a bit. I got to the point where my schedule was pretty bone-crushing. I don't, I don't think that many people could have followed the schedule that I had, you know, in those days, and it, it, to be honest with you, to a certain extent, I still have that kind of a schedule, and, and it's become a bit burdensome at this point. Hey, but you know what? It's worked. I, I've been in, in sobriety now for, for years, and it really has helped. So that is something that you want to uh, consider as you get into early recovery, particularly in the early days, is just occupy your time. Don't uh, allow yourself to just sit around and think. Get up in your own head and think. There's an acronym in, in AA, and that is HALT. Hungry, angry, lonely, tired. HALT. Hungry, angry, lonely, tired. You want to avoid 
th- any one of those, any one of those areas, if you let that slip, that could lead you back to your first drink or your first drug, and you want to avoid all of those things. And so for me, um, it was... Uh, you know, getting in, getting into bed early, making sure I had the proper diet, watching those resentments, that's the anger part, not letting myself get too angry about anyone or anything. Uh, the 12 steps and 12 tra- traditions, one, you know, of course, one of our uh, can, uh, um, approved uh, lit pieces of literature that you can read in AA, uh, convention-sponsored or approved literature, talks about that, talks about how resentments are the number one killer of alcoholics. And there, there's a passage in there that says that resentments are the realm of normal people and we are anything but normal. So don't allow resentments to build up. Uh, lonely, staying connected, that's the fellowship, talking to other people, working with other people, sponsoring other people, calling people, making sure that they're doing well, and then tired, making sure that you get the rest that you need. And getting the proper rest that, that you need also helps with those serotonin and GABA levels that I've talked about. And serotonin and GABA uh, are chemicals in the brain that help uh uh, with you with the sense of the feeling of wellness and serenity. And so we want to get those back up. So just wanted to throw that out there today, the idea of structure, structure in your life, and that will help with the unmanageability of what we have all created in our lives uh, due to our drinking um, or drugging, whatever brought you here into the rooms in the first place. So I hope this is a concept that you find helpful Again, visit our Facebook site if you want to reach out to me via email. Uh, I have the email there, and that is uh, uh, available to you. So reach out with questions, comments, concerns. Follow this uh, program. Share this program with people that you feel need it. And I look forward to talking again with you soon. This is Mike Van Meter, and I'm out.